This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, H-A-W-G sports.com. Plenty to talk about on today's show with the transfer portal going live finally after months of speculation. Let's say we got eight Razorback players have already entered the portal. Four more say they're going to. Three players have declared for the NFL draft. Two say they're coming back. We got plenty to discuss along with that. Danny West is going to jump on some recruiting and transfer portal discussion as well. All that and more on today's episode of Hog Sports Live. Okay, I want to mention this real quick. We're doing our 50% off deal. If you can remember last week, we did a 75% off deal. This is a little bit different because it's 50% off, but you also get Paramount Plus for free right off the bat. Okay, normally we don't do Paramount Plus with a promotional code. It's usually like a perk for long-term members who've been paying regular price to get Paramount Plus for free because it's a 99, it's $100. It's $99.99. Uh, value that you and you get the commercial free version and you also get it for as long as you're subscribed to hog sports so what this breaks down to if you want to sign up today you can go to hogsports.com you'll see the it's also in the description of this video but you can also go to hogsports.com and you'll see the, the little ad you can click on it'll tell you how to how to access this for 50 percent off and sign up for paramount plus for free so just to break it down you get Paramount Plus, which is normally ninety nine ninety nine. You get Hog Sports, which is normally two hundred or one hundred and seven dollars and forty cents for the year. I'm not sure why that's the price, but it's one hundred seven forty for the year. So basically, you get two hundred and seven dollars and thirty nine cents worth of service for fifty three dollars and seventy cents. And on top of that, after a year, you decide you want to keep Hog Sports for the regular price. You still get Paramount Plus for free. Pretty solid deal. Pretty solid deal for those of you who are familiar with Paramount Plus, a lot of great programming, all the Star Trek stuff, obviously, a lot of movies. Uh, Maverick is coming out pretty soon, Top Gun Maverick. So all the Paramount movies, CBS TV. It's like CBS, Comedy Central, I think BET's on there, Smithsonian. It's like a lot of different channels all combined. Everything is under the Paramount Global Umbrella. Anyway, go to hogsports.com, H-A-W-G sports.com. Sign up for 50% off first, and then... You can read the article, and I'll link it also below, uh, how to activate Paramount Plus for free. Again, something that you get for as long as you're subscribed to Hogsport. So if you're subscribed to Hogsport for 10 years, then you got $1,000 worth of Paramount Plus for free. For free, Pretty good deal. Have you treated yourself? Have you treated yourself this holiday? It's a good thing to treat yourself with. All right. Where do we want to go? 
where to start? There's so much stuff going on. So the latest stuff is Drew Sanders declaring for the NFL draft and opting out of the bowl game, obviously. No big surprise there. I think every single person assumed Drew Sanders was probably going to be a one and done. What he had, 103 tackles, nine and a half sacks, second in the SEC in sacks this year. Um, certainly can't blame Drew Sanders for declaring for the NFL after the season he had and people are projecting first round and, and things like that for him too. So is Arkansas taking the bowl lightly? We haven't talked about the bowl game. Arkansas going to the Liberty Bowl against Kansas. This is a Kansas team that has lost their last three, pretty convincing fashion. They lost six of their last seven games, and they, they got bowl eligible. So they're six and six. First bowl game in a while for Kansas. Liberty Bowl, that's December 28th at 4.30 p.m. I can remember a, club, a couple of recent trips to the Liberty Bowl, obviously. Arkansas went there in 2013. Was it? No. No, no, no. Excuse me. 2009, Bobby Petrino's second year, and played East Carolina. Won the game close. That's the coldest football game I've ever been to. Maybe the coldest I've ever been for an extended period. It's 14 degrees at that game. And then the 2015 game, 2015, uh, when Arkansas played Kansas State, which is the second time fairly recently Arkansas had played Kansas State. And Arkansas won that one pretty convincingly. Alex Collins had a really good game. They wore the chrome helmets in that one. I'll never forget the FedEx plane Back then, I guess it was – it's AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Now, I guess maybe back then it was FedEx Liberty Bowl. But they had the FedEx plane, like this big, huge cargo plane, and it was doing a flyover. And it was just so slow, and it made this turn, and it just felt like, oh, my gosh, this thing's about to crash into us. Anyway, December 28th. I'll be heading around there probably – I plan to get there about December 26th. The team is supposed to get there the 25th or the 26th. Their first practice, by the way, is this Saturday coming up uh, for the bowl game. So coaches are all out on the recru road recruiting and stuff, so they're busy with that stuff right now. Uh, but the first practice is supposed to be Saturday, and then um, they'll hold a couple practices uh, on location there. It's not like the old days, it seems like, where I felt like we'd be there for like a whole week. I feel like that's kind of changed up lately. A couple more housekeeping things. Five Razorbacks earn all SEC honors. Rocket Sanders, first team on the running back. He was a unanimous selection. Ricky Stromberg, first team at center. Ricky Stromberg's not playing in the bowl game either. Drew Sanders, first team linebacker. Arkansas hadn't had a whole lot of first team linebackers, but had, I mean, it's like Martrell Spate, Jermaine Petty, Drew Morgan, Drew Sanders. Those are Arkansas's like all time first team linebackers that I can remember. So, Drew Sanders also making the first team. Second team, you got Dalton Wagner and Bo Limmer. I would expect Bo Limmer to probably shift inside to center for the bowl game. So, that's it. Five players are in All-SEC first or second team. Arkansas strength and, strength, coach, uh, strength and conditioning coach. We found out that uh, Ben Souders out of Louisville is the top candidate. And, in fact, we expect him – uh, to be named at some point to replace Jamil Walker, who was fired uh, immediately after the Missouri game. But Ben Souders, who – so just a little bit of background on him. 
He was at Georgia when Pittman was there. He was assistant stri- uh, director of strength and conditioning. He, was, he worked alongside Jamil Walker when he was there uh, and then took over the job at Louisville. And obviously, Louisville has experienced some, some shakeup, but I had heard that he would probably be moving on anyway. Wants to do things a little bit differently than he was allowed to do there. Um, before that, he was at – before Georgia, he was at Georgia Tech for two years. And he was the head strength and conditioning coach at Gardner-Webb. Also, he's a native of Bowling Green, Kentucky. Worked at Southern Miss and interned at Alabama. He's a former player at Western Kentucky uh, back in the mid-2000s. So, look for Ben Souders. Other guys that we have on our hot board, Paul Jackson at Utah State, who's the head strength and conditioning coach there. He's been everywhere from Arkansas State to South Carolina. Auburn, who's the head strength coach there. Um, Ole Miss. So he's been around quite a bit. Kiro Small, who was, according to our sources, was the first guy to interview for the job. He's a, obviously a former Razorback, but a Michigan assistant strength coach there. And Ryan Russell, Missouri Executive Director of Athletic Performance. He was at Auburn. Excuse me, I was getting my wires crossed. Paul Jackson was at Ole Miss. Uh, but Ryan Russell was at Auburn at one point, and he's at Missouri now. So those are the other guys to watch, but we really feel pretty strong about Ben Souders right now. First brought to you by Hognonymous, who's got some inside sources on the Razor's Edge Premium Forum. Uh, Barry Odom, I don't know if it's time to shut down that he's not going to be somewhere else. Uh, obviously, we know Tulsa, that job's filled. There was obviously some talks. He had emerged as the lead candidate, and then things got hung up a little bit talking about contract. Uh, but also here to keep an eye on him as a possibility at UNLV. I'm not saying he's the guy, but his name has popped up there. So keep an eye there. On Barry Odom, obviously, you know, he's a guy that's being pursued for – he gets pursued every single year. Okay, so that's that's going to continue. As bad as everybody thinks uh, Barry Odom's terrible defensive coordinator, he had his worst year this year. But, um, I mean, last year was probably the best defense Arkansas has had since 2014. You know, so keep that in mind. It's, it's all about what did you do for me lately. They had some issues this year on defense, but um, – yeah, I mean, Kendall Browse and Barry Odom get pursued for other jobs, but everybody here is like, ah, they're not any good. But it, I get it. It's about what you did for me lately. I mean, you look at the offensive numbers. Offensive numbers are almost identical to what they were last year. The difference is Arkansas couldn't get it done in the goal line. Um, as much as I dislike Trey Knox getting in at quarterback and only giving Rocket Sanders two or three carries in the whole second half of the Missouri game and none at the goal line, um, I kind of put some of those goal line struggles on the offensive line. Like, it's supposed to be one of the best offensive lines in the country. You got to you got to be able to get a push. But there's some play calling things there too. I get it. Arkansas basketball debuts at number 25 in the net rankings. Number nine in the AP poll right now, but number 25 in the net ranking. One reason you wouldn't have expected Louisville is killing them. Louisville is second to last in the net rankings. You wouldn't have expected that when you well they didn't schedule Louisville. But when they drew them in the Maui Challenge, you wouldn't expect to come out of Maui and it impact your your net ranking in a negative way. They are ahead of where they were this time last year. Tennessee leads the SEC at four. Mississippi State's five. Alabama's eight. Auburn's 21. And Arkansas is 25. That rounds out the top 25 in the net. Arkansas will move up. Just take care of business, and you'll keep moving up. Arkansas plays UNC Greensboro, speaking of taking care of business tonight. Number nine, Arkansas versus UNC Greensboro. 
That game is obviously in Bud Walton Arena, but uh, that game is on uh, SEC Network. So, and then after this, I guess they got Oklahoma in Tulsa. That'll be exciting. Keetron Jackson so far is the only guy that was really surprising, I think, out of the transfer portal. I think he was the only guy that you were like, whoa, where'd that come from? Which we knew to expect that. And there's still plenty of time left. There's still 44 days left in this transfer portal window. Okay, guys are starting to schedule visits and stuff. We'll talk to Danny West about that. Uh, But it's not, to me, it hasn't been like just the shocking, like, oh my gosh, all these guys, these starters. Like there was a lot of talk about, a ton of guys leaving. I don't know why you would leave like after the bowl game unless Arkansas is bringing in a bunch of people at your position and you don't like it. But um, it's been quiet today. There hasn't been – since Keetron Jackson entered around 6, 6.15 yesterday um, p.m., there hasn't been any movement that I've seen so far in the transfer portal for Arkansas. So right now as it stands, eight guys entered, four guys who previously announced that they are entering have not yet entered, but will – obviously, I assume. Um, Three players going to the NFL, two players returning. We're still waiting on what uh, Zach Williams might do. I think Zach might come back, uh, but we're still waiting on him. He would be a super senior, obviously. Uh, Dwight McLaughlin is another guy that people have talked about a lot, but we haven't heard anything on on him yet. These guys that, you know, declare for the NFL or just declare to come back, uh, they kind of like to space it out a little bit, it seems. I don't know if that's coordinated or not, but that's just kind of how it's worked out. So, still waiting a couple of guys uh, to see if they're going to come back for another year. All right, so just a review real quick. This is who's in there. Keetron Jackson, walk-on punter Patrick Foley, Miles Slusher, Jordan Hanna, walk-on defensive end, Eric Thomas Jr., Malik Hornsby, Ja'Cory Turner, Francisco Castro. Francisco's a walk-on snapper. Warren Thompson, who obviously quit the team. Uh, Kari Johnson, Aaron Outley, James Joyner, who quit the team, didn't play the last game. So, um, and uh, Reed Bauer, who'd also entered the uh, the transfer portal. And has Reed officially entered? I don't know if he's officially entered or not. Uh, and then Arkansas has got a commitment from Josh Braun, who is at Florida. Josh Braun, this is an interesting story, Josh Braun, Uh, committed to Florida, but he was recruited to Georgia by Sam Pittman, and Pittman eventually left, obviously, for Arkansas. But when Pittman was recruiting Braun, he told him that the only job that he would leave for is the head coach at Arkansas. That's what he told him when he was recruiting him. Braun, this is from Braun telling the story. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, But Joshua Braun is a former four-star offensive lineman out of Florida, 6'6", 345, big dude. Uh, This is a guy that you could – Say, hey, this he might come in and, and push for a starting job. And if you think about it, Bo Lemmer moving inside to guard. Braun played. He started seven games year before last. He didn't he didn't play as much last year. I don't know if it was injury or what, but he started seven games year before last. Um, so nice pickup out of the transfer portal. Obviously, Taylor Lewis and Jaqueline Crawford entered August twenty fifth and twentieth. So they've been in the portal for a little bit now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We caught up. I think so. So, guys that have not officially entered yet, obviously you got Ricky Stromberg, K.J. Jefferson. Okay, so K.J. Jefferson's returning. Jordan Dominic's returning. Those are the two that said they're coming back. Um, Ricky Stromberg's going to the NFL. Drew Sanders going to the NFL. Jaden Hazelwood going to the NFL. Um, Reed Bauer, I do not have him coming across in the portal just yet. Maybe I've missed that, but I don't have him in the portal. I don't have Kari Johnson in the portal, although he's announced that he's going to the portal. I don't have Chase Lowry in the portal yet. I don't have Javion Hunt in the portal yet. So there's still a couple of guys that have said they're entering but have not entered. All right, Danny West time. I know y'all been waiting for Danny because it is recruiting season, and it's a great time to sign up at 50% off and get Paramount Plus for free. And you get to read all of Danny West's recruiting information. Of course, Curtis Wilkerson's blowout basketball coverage, everything that Andrew Ellis brings. Great time to sign up. Danny, how you doing? What's up, Trey? Oh, just talking a little transfer, a little reaction show today. And we pretty much – this week? Yeah, that was this week, yeah. Uh, I got you. We've pretty much gone over everything that's happened so far, but I kind of wanted to pick your brain a little bit more on the other side of things um, because this is also a huge opportunity to bring players in. And we kind of tabbed Monday yesterday as Meltdown Monday. Uh, It wasn't that big a meltdown. There was one disappointing entry that we weren't expecting with Keetron Jackson, but uh, it wasn't that big of a meltdown. But uh, now it's time to to look at it from a different lens because Arkansas Mm -hmm. could have some players come in, obviously – um, just want to get your th- thoughts starting off with uh, with Joshua Braun, uh, the Florida transfer. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, I like Joshua. He, uh, you know, they had him playing a little bit of tackle down there. I'm not sure he's he's uh, for that or or wanted to ever play tackle. So I do think he's a guard, six six, three thirty five. Some guy's mm. huge. Yeah, but um, you know, it's interesting. We'll see what happens. Of course, with with a couple of their guards already, but uh, I think he's a guy that can help them. Obviously, he got demoted down in Florida. He played his first two years, became a starter. They had a coaching change, which we see this all the time. It's nothing mm-hmm. new. Uh, and uh, obviously, he, he wanted to get out of there and try it at someplace else and had history with uh, Coach Pittman. He committed to Coach Pitt when, when Pitt was at Georgia. So there were connections there. And, uh, you know, the, we talked about it last night, Trey. It's kind of a unique deal. The guy's married. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so he's starting a family and everything. I, that's what you kind of forget about this sometimes with the transfer portals. And, 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 you know, today 
I mean, a guy like Jaden Hazelwood last year, he came on his visit and he, he straight up told him, he said, guys, I don't want to be recruited. Don't recruit me. Just tell me what your plans are mm. for me. I've, I've gone through it. I've been a five-star. I've seen the lights, cameras in action, right? And I, I kind of got the same feeling with Joshua here, especially because he's more mature. He is married. A lot of these guys come in and, man, they're kind of over the whole attention thing on right. Twitter. They don't care about your graphics and your photo shoot and all that, you know, they they just want to play ball and try to get it to the NFL there. And, and the good news for Arkansas, Trey, is that, in my opinion, I think once you start a trend nowadays, it's, it's kind of like Coach Muss, what he's doing with the basketball program. Mm -hmm. Once you become the destination for transfers, I think Arkansas is in that group now. Ole Miss, USC, obviously, with how they flipped it this year so, so quickly. But I think Arkansas has to be considered as – one of the top schools that's really taken advantage so far when you think about a Drew Sanders and, uh, you know, John Ridgeway, some of these guys they've had come in and go on to the NFL in a, in a hurry. I think that's good news for you. You know, it's, you would love two or three years out of those types, but man, you start a trend like that. And I think it really does help you. And that's probably why we're seeing Arkansas in the mix for some of these big names, you know, coming out of A&M and really all over right mm -hmm. now. Danny West joining us. You can follow him at Danny West 24-7 on Twitter. He's the Hog Sports Recruiting Analyst. And, again, now's a great time to sign up at 50% off and get Paramount Plus for free. And you can read all of Danny's recruiting coverage and transfer portal coverage. Danny, in back in 2019, 2020 year, when we were transitioning from Chad Morris to Sam Pittman, Jacoby Criswell was kind of in the middle of that, Morrillton. He's from Morrillton, Arkansas, and ended up committing to North Carolina. They obviously pursued him longer. But we were always kind of yeah. just kind of just keeping our eye on, on Jacoby to Hell see yeah. how things work out over there. And now it looks like there's a real possibility that he comes full circle and comes back to Arkansas, uh, having entered the transfer portal, um, the former four-star quarterback from Morrillton. What are your thoughts sure. on, on him? And, and just tell us a little bit about his plans coming up. Yeah, well, he's coming in for an official visit this weekend, as we reported yesterday. We've kind of known about that for a little bit now. Of course, you know, there's so many steps to this process. You know, mm -hmm. you can hear about it a few weeks in advance that a guy plans to enter the portal, and then you have to sit around and wait while people are asking you about it. And you're like, man, he's, he's not even in the portal yet. There's not a lot I can say. Meanwhile, you know, you know, that the kid has, uh, you know, potential ambitions to come home and, and try for Arkansas. So we'll find out over the weekend, but yeah, I'm with you, man. I don't think it's any big secret that, uh, that Arkansas is in the mix here. He, he used to come up here all the time. He'd come to camps, man. He, he showed out in front of us a few times as, mm -hmm. as I'm sure you remember out there. And it was just a unique deal, unique time with coach Morris having a son. I, I don't necessarily call that a bad decision, you know, I mean, it, it just, it is what it is at that point. It's right. his son, you know, so it was, uh, you know, unfortunate timing in a lot of ways, but uh, that's the, that's the good, that's the beauty of this transfer portal. You know, we've seen it a couple of times now where there, you know, it does present a homecoming. Now it works against you when Joe and, and Greg leave for their homecoming and mm -hmm. leave the state, but man, you get guys that probably should have chosen Arkansas to begin with, you know, a Luke Jones, Takias Crawford, some of these guys, Coming back around, Landon Jackson. Yeah, uh, you know it's helped you quite a bit. So could be another one of, of that category. Danny, you remember the first time we saw Jacoby? I, I can remember it was at camp, and I guess he was like a sophomore or something. He was he was definitely younger, and we were trying to fill out your all camp team. 
you know, mm-hmm. and couldn't yeah. find a quarterback. And I remember going like, I, mean, I really like this yeah. guy. He's a little short, but I didn't even know he was just a sophomore at the time sure. and still obviously yeah. grew some. But you you were called Stocky. out. Stocky. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. You had a, I, I want to say you were the first one to really praise him out there that day. Uh, but um, And a good kid, too, man. I want to say that. I've mm-hmm. kind of kept in contact with Jacoby the last few years. He's And you do that with some of these guys, especially if they're from the state and they leave the state, especially nowadays chance that they could always come back around you kind of it's tough to uh unfollow a lot of people on twitter nowadays you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i used to kind of celebrate that the day after signing day national shoot, national unfollow day national unfollow <laughs> day man i dropped two thousand of them in a heartbeat but now <laughs> you kind of want to you know how is your how's your family how's yeah. christmas all that sort of thing so because you never know and and you know if i'm saying that i would imagine that's probably the case for coaches man you can't really afford to get in your feelings when there's a chance in 6 12 18 months you're going to be talking to this kid again right and uh, so yeah i've taken the long way about it here but i like their chances with jacoby when you think about arkansas's current situation man what they just did what they just pulled off going through an sec season with just two scholarship quarterbacks one that had been playing wide out one that's a runner you know, he gets beat up a lot, and that's risky, but they pulled it off, and, and uh, now they've got to start slowly replenishing that, that situation there, But uh, you know, especially with Malik taking off and everything. But I think Jacoby would be a perfect fit for that. And then, of course, you're adding Malachi Singleton out mm-hmm. of Georgia, four-star talent. Wouldn't shock me if maybe they, they're really strapped for, for spots. So I, I want to make sure I'm clear on that, but – and if you could find a fourth scholarship quarterback between now and then next yeah. year, I, 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 you know, if it's the right guy, if he's got a few years, uh, you know, a freshman type, sophomore type, got a COVID year or a red shirt year, uh, and you can get three or four out of him potentially, I think you, you might want to take a look at that. Danny, let's take a look at the, your, uh, your transfer portal, big board, okay. uh, big red board. This, uh, this, let's just talk about a few of these guys. Ar- uh, Ar- it's being updated, by the way, Trey. Okay. There's, there's literally names going into it right now. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of new offers this morning to uh, defensive backs. So we'll be putting those on there as probably as soon as I hang up with you. But, yeah, let's jump into that. So there's a couple of guys from Texas A&M. Uh, Tunmees, Ad- uh, you know how to say yeah, it, maybe. Yeah. No, <laughs> and Marcus no, Burris. I was hoping two defen- you would just say it. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt. <laughs> Tunmees. Adelaide. Adelaide? That's yeah. what I would have said. Yeah, right. I think you nailed it there, dude. It looks it, it sounds easy. <laughs> no, but it, uh-huh. if it's T N T U N M I S E A D E L E Y E. Uh, and yep. the other guy's Marcus Burris, a little easier name. Uh, both, those are two defensive linemen uh, from Texas A and M that have entered the portal. So maybe a couple guys to keep an eye on. Yeah, could be, especially with Burris. A lot of chatter, you know, the last couple of days that I've you know, he was going to enter the portal and announce that he, he was going to yesterday. And then everybody's kind of kicked back last night wondering why Arkansas hasn't really reached out to him yet, mm-hmm. made contact with him because he said he was going in the portal and it's transfer Monday or whatever we called it. And then we find out this morning he tweets, I'm officially in the portal now. So mm-hmm. Arkansas probably couldn't even contact him yesterday yeah. because he wasn't in there yet. So Sometimes, man, it's as simple as that. It could be, you know, I would, I would hate to be the person down at A and M right now putting in all the uh, the data into mm-hmm. the portal for these guys. I mean, they 
shoot seems like they're they're lined up pretty good down there so they're probably busy it could be anything but yeah marcus of course uh out of texarkana the texas side pleasant grove high school which of course he played with landed uh, jackson there so a lot of connections there i think uh I think Marcus would be interested in Arkansas, so I'm as curious as anybody to see if and when they're going to reach out to him. It wouldn't shock me if that's already happened or is about to happen today. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, one to keep an eye on there. Tanma is a, you know, he's a kid I, I remember talking to. Perfect example of what we just talked about. I still followed him on Twitter, and uh, even long after he had signed with A&M, probably. Normally, you you do unfollow the A and M guys. By the way, just as a rule of thumb, you just immediately you're like, ah, now nah, you gotta go, buddy. But on this one, for for whatever reason, I held on to to uh, Adelaide. If we're saying that right, apologies if we're not. But I'm sure we're not. Seemed like a good kid, but um, yeah, he was lightly recruited by Arkansas out of high school. Not a ton of connections there, and I'm sure he's going to have his pick. Uh, I think he can go just about anywhere. So probably a lot of competition for both of those, but. You know, with the uh, Texarkana ties and, and uh, Clayton Smith at Oklahoma, another Texarkana guy that we've we've not talked about yet, but mm-hmm. an edge rusher, I want to say 6'4", 232, something like that. Now, he's a kid that was on campus a, a couple of times coming out of high school that I recall, so could be one to watch there as well. And just to clarify on these guys, Adelaide, again, if we're saying that right, was the number 39-ranked overall prospect in the entire country in the class of 2021 Burris was the number 132 overall prospect in the country in the class of 2021. And then uh, Clayton Smith, who uh, was at Oklahoma, who you just mentioned, uh, was the number 50 ranked overall prospect in the country. So these are all big-time, big-time uh, recruits. On the course, same team. Yeah. On the same high school team. Is that, that right? A- yeah, all yeah, all of them. Wow, wow. So there's a there's about a dozen names right here on this uh, on the transfer portal board. Danny, as he mentioned, is updating it right now. So if you want to go check it out, you do need a VIP subscription to go check that out. And Danny, uh, from just a, a traditional recruiting standpoint, the coaches have been out on the road. Uh, the dead period had ended uh, Friday, uh, so the coaches uh, were able to go out on the road that day and and visit a lot of recruits and. Recruits are coming in for visits and, and whatnot also. Um, I guess just catch us up real quick on uh, what all's going on with the latest in traditional high school recruiting. Sure. Uh, yeah, uh, first let me backtrack. I do. I think Clayton was Texarkana High so, or Texas High. So, uh, yeah. yeah, just want to make sure I'm clear on yeah, that. The but the other Pleasant two, Grove. yeah, both yeah. of them Pleasant Grove. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, you know, in the midst of all this transfer action, you've got in-home visits. We've seen Arkansas starting on – well, really Saturday, you know, they had visitors on campus, but mm-hmm. we're still able to get out and, and uh, conduct a few on, in-homes on Saturday. As Sunday was a Texas day. Um, you know, you Brad Spence, all these guys, Christian Ford, Caleb James. I'm forgetting a few of them, I'm, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, they were heavy in Texas. Then they go to Alabama and Georgia um, for the first two days of this week. So they've been all over. We heard coach Pitt talk about it a few weeks ago. You know, he wanted to make sure no matter what that he saw all 23 of them. So I think that's a good idea. Of course, a few of them still have schools trying to, trying to flip them. You know, it's December 6th. That's, that's gonna, that's pretty normal, especially for your four star types. But, uh, so far so good. I think everybody's Everybody's holding firm for Arkansas in the in the 23 class, but still wrapping up a few visits uh, throughout the rest of the week. And I would imagine, you know, assistant coaches, 
uh, first up front, of course, the head man goes in, the coordinator, all everybody goes in up front uh, to start. And then the head coach only gets one visit that he can go in there, right? So mm-hmm. uh, you'll see probably a few scattered in-homes from assistant position coaches over the next couple of weeks. But really, I think everybody's kind of all in on the transfer portal right now. It seems to me, Trey, the, the D-backs that, that I mentioned right before this uh, segment here, but Jaquan Shepard out of Cincinnati, 6'2", senior corner. I think he started out at wide out. So who does that remind you of? Uh, Quincy McAdoo, maybe, mm-hmm. right? So made the switch there. There's a lot to like about him. Of course, Arkansas played against Cincy to start the year. And then the other was, uh, <clears throat> let me get some water here, Trey, but yeah. Kendarian Ray, is, I want to say it's my third show today. So uh, <laughs> Kendarian Ray, 6'3", 208 out of Tulsa University. So uh, he's originally from Brenham, Texas. And then several yesterday that we put on the transfer board are still there. There will probably be a couple that come off, like the Arizona State uh, defensive backs, the twins there, uh, Kiwan and Keon. I think they'll be coming off here shortly. Not seeing a lot of action there. But Gavin Holmes, another guy we have yet to talk about, 5'11", 175 corner from Wake Forest. He's just mm-hmm. a sophomore. And uh, it wouldn't shock me if not this weekend, but next weekend he'll be on campus, I think. All right, Danny, go get a lozenge. Yeah, I'm going to need it. I need a <laughs> lozenge and I need a nap. Yeah, get both of those. All right, brother, appreciate you. All right, you said it. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right, man, we'll see you. That's Danny West again. You can follow Danny at Danny West 24-7 on Twitter. And go check out his VIP content on hogsports.com. Guy does a fantastic job, has done so for like a dozen, over a dozen years uh, with Hogsports, covering Razorback recruiting. Go check his stuff out. 50% off right now at Hog Sports and Ozarks. Or excuse me, we're, we're getting to Ozarks Go. I was trying to sneak in Ozarks Go. And Paramount Plus also um, for free for as long as you're subscribed. Ozarks Go. You can go to ozarksgo.net slash hog, H-A-W-G, and find out more about their service. If you're disappointed with your internet service, if you're charging you too much or something like that, I can say from personal experience, the last 17 months I've used Ozarks Go and have had my personal experience, again, 100% uptime. I've never had to unplug and replug. It just works, and that's what you want. It's 2022, about to be 2023. Everything should just work when it comes to electronics, and that's what Ozarks Go does. So I haven't thought about these guys since the day they came in and installed it. They offer 100 megabits per second up and down, uh, also 1,000 megabits per second up and down, which is what I use which this show right now is being brought to you uh, by 1,000 megabits per second from Ozarks Go, which they call their gigabit. Uh, go to ozarksgo.net slash hog, H-A-W-G, and you can find out if they're available in your area. But think northwest Arkansas, north of the tunnel, and think northeast Oklahoma. Ozarksgo.net slash hog. If you want to talk to them, you can reach them at 479-684-4900, and you'll talk to somebody from this area. One of your neighbors is going to be able to help you out. Maybe you end up – chatting with somebody on the phone about the hogs who knows all right should we check out some questions i think i've covered everything that we wanted to cover transfer portal bowl game we'll do we'll dive deeper into the bowl game as we get closer to it uh, hog sports 50 percent off paramount plus for free transfer portal recruiting schedule yeah i think so i think we've covered everything so uh, let's check out see if we got any interesting questions here 
who's going to be our wide receivers in Memphis? That's a good question. Uh, so far, I haven't seen anything about Matt Landers opting out. I would assume Matt Landers plays, so that would be good. I mean, he's out of eligibility. Uh, but you've also got Bryce Stevens. You've got um, uh, Isaiah Satania, Jaden Wilson. You've got some guys that have kind of been waiting there. Uh, obviously, you're hit a little bit there. Jonathan Parker says, any news on Catalan? No news on Catalan yet. I think Catalan, I'm just guessing here, but I think he'll probably come back just because of his situation. But we'll see what shakes out. I don't think we'll be too far along uh, from him announcing one way or another on that since, you know, now's the time to declare or whatever. Scott McAdory. Scott McAdory. McAdory. How many portal players can we take? Uh, you could drop everybody on your roster and take 85 if you want. Right now I've got them, I think, at probably 83, something like that on scholarship, 82 maybe on scholarship. Um, but that will come down, obviously. So I need to run the numbers on that actually, but probably looking somewhere around, I would think, 10, 15 even what they end up with and there'll still be more guys that you know are still on the team that haven't left yet i'll break that down i need to take a look at the scholarship distribution chart make sure that we're all accurate on that uh landon montgomery said i think kj staying is huge you know kj staying like it, it blew my mind a little bit there were some reactions on twitter they're like oh, i'm not sure how i feel about this or oh, i don't know like are you serious like you realize that he carried the team <laughs> i mean the fact that anybody wouldn't be, like, over the moon that K.J. Jefferson is coming back, this is a guy who currently is second in the history of Arkansas football in completion percentage. Barely. I mean, he's barely behind the all-time mark. And second, again, barely behind the all-time mark in efficiency. And that doesn't include the fact that he's the best running quarterback Arkansas has had in 20 years. And people are like, oh, I don't know. Jeez, I mean, that that just blows my mind that you couldn't be over the moon that K.J. Jefferson is coming back. And most people are, obviously. By the way, if you haven't taken a moment and given us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I'd love to have that. I had some guy leave us a one-star review because on our website, we don't allow political posts, and we deleted one of his political posts. And he's like, if you and your liberal moderators, like it left us a one-star review, and that's what everybody sees when they go to Apple Podcasts. So if you wouldn't mind, throw us a five-star review. Also had a couple people leave us rave reviews, but accidentally left one-star rating, and it dropped us from a 5.0 to a 4.9. My OCD can't handle it. I appreciate anybody who wants to give us a review. Thank you so much. Uh, Nathan Post says, so blame goal line issues on the OL because of push, but – Three, make all SEC. Something doesn't quite equate there. Uh, I would ask you, Nathan, so I blamed it on play calling and also didn't think the offensive line got a push. Nathan, do you think the offensive line got a push? Do you think the offensive line was getting a great push at the goal line? I just want to know. Do you think the offensive line was getting a great push at the goal line? Or do you think it was just play calling? Gil McGarity says, are the Razorbacks a little over their heads playing in the SEC? Um, I mean, they went 4-4 four and four last year. 
you're going to have ups and downs. I mean, you just are. But I don't know if I would say they're over their heads, but it wasn't a good nine-year stretch before Sam Pittman got to Arkansas. I'll say that. I would also want to know, like, what would be your solution? Like, the Big 12, everybody's leaving there. Garrett Reeser said, hey, Trey, what position group do you think this staff pursues mostly the transfer portal? DBs? Sounds like DBs is going to be a big one in defensive line. I would think linebacker probably is in the mix too, maybe wide receiver as well. Steve Miller says Cam Ball is coming back. Yeah, Cam Ball's coming back. I mean, Cam Ball didn't have any other option. It was either like – I didn't mention guys that like aren't entering the transfer portal. I just mentioned guys that had the option or considered NFL draftable. But Cam Ball is not – he can't go to the NFL because he's just in his second year. Nathan Post, oh, we already read you, Nathan Post. All right. Dalton Adams says, I've liked Jacoby for a long time. I had a few interactions with him. He's always seemed like a down-to-earth guy who wants to represent Arkansas but hasn't had the opportunity. Maybe he'll go fulfill – maybe he'll get to fulfill it. Uh, where are we? Hey, Trey, how does Arkansas look with the collective? Does Arkansas have money to spend on players that other SEC schools have? All right, so I don't think that they do. I think Arkansas is behind in the collective. Thanks for that question, Will Bonham. So I think Arkansas is behind in the collective right now as far as NIL collectives. They've got the one Arkansas deal, which is I think largely for like big money boosters, I guess, that's kind of in conjunction with the Razorback Foundation. Uh, they've got the uh, NIL Fayetteville, which is a player-driven NIL where, like, people can, you know, have subscriptions and interact with, with current players and stuff. Um, there's the 4th and 25 Fund, which our buddy Keith Grayson uh, helped establish, which is a charitable one, which I think these charitable ones are great. The Hunt family has uh, Arkansas Athletes Consortium, I believe is what it's called, um, which seems to be more geared towards basketball. But those both of those are charitable NILs, which means they're 501C3, 75% goes to the charity and I guess 25% can go to the, the player. You have to have a board that rotates every couple of years and all this stuff. Um, and those are great, but where Arkansas is lacking that a place like Ole Miss has, they have the Grove collective, uh, where they're lacking is a setup where people can just donate money. This is how the Grove, the Grove collective works. People just donate money. There's like different subscription plans. You can sign up for a monthly donation, like, five dollars if you want to you can do your own level you can do a five hundred dollar a month you know just different you can do a one time i want to donate two dollars or uh a one time i want to donate ten thousand dollars you know there's all different kinds of things it's all a subscription page like that and then most of their money i assume they you know obviously they got to pay taxes it's an llc so they got to pay taxes then i guess what's left over they pay and then there's another side of that llc where they have um, businesses that sponsor anywhere from like 5,000 to like 50,000, I think. And for sponsoring, you get to put the Grove Collective deal on your website. And like maybe there'll be a, an autograph signing or the player will come speak or something like that. It's all very, it's like just basically like washing it through. Um, you know, these meetings with players or the player will tweet about your business, make one tweet or five tweets about your business or something like that. You know, that's the player end of it. Basically, all it is is people are giving money to this consortium, uh, this collective. The collective is like washing the money some kind of way through 
um, athlete appearances or making a tweet or an Instagram post about your business, and then you pay the athletes. And that's pretty much what I, I mean, again, that's what it looks like to me. I think that's what it is anyway. Um, and Arkansas, from what I can tell, doesn't have that. Other schools do. Other, you know, Arkansas has stuff where like big money boosters and stuff like that, but like the average fan that wants to give, you know. So that's what I can tell. Will Bonham says, hey, Trey, how does uh, – we just read that. Oh, you posted it twice. <laughs> okay, Jonathan Parker says, who else do we have now coming that can play safety besides Hudson? I mean, Chavis can play safety. Um, I mean, if they get Catalan back, obviously. Jaden Johnson hasn't announced anything either. A lot of people were talking like he might, but he hasn't entered the portal. So he, at this point, would be back. Um, and then there's recruits, Anthony Brown. They could they, they could use some work in the portal in the secondary. Obviously, Latavius Brini's out of eligibility. Uh, also, Simeon Blair can come back as well. He has got another year if he wants to come back. Is there anything in the works to catch Arkansas up with rival schools on NIL? I, I assume there's probably people that are considering it. Tyler Miller says, do you see either DeBinion or Green transferring out? I haven't heard anything um, on either of those guys transferring out. I don't know why they would necessarily because they're both playing. It's especially the case, I think, with DeBinion, who's younger. Watching these people who know nothing about football losing their mind on Facebook and message boards is some of the best comedic entertainment I've seen all year. <laughs> yeah, um, we knew it was going to be like that, didn't we? We knew people were just going to, like, flip out. And it's the thing is it's happening all over the country right now. The, the day to freak out isn't today. The day to freak out is, like, January 15th when the transfer portal window closes. And look at your roster January 15th and then decide if you need to flip out. Okay, I think we've got everything here. We've gone just enough on time. We've got to get back to it because who knows what's going to break next. But I want to remind everybody, again, 50% off at hogsports.com and Paramount Plus for free. That's the deal. It's a pretty solid one. We had a different deal that was 75% off recently. I thought that was fantastic. This one also, if you want Paramount Plus, then it's a hell of a deal. It's $207.39 worth of product for the year um for $53.70 that's pretty good that's pretty good and Paramount Plus is fantastic I watch a ton of stuff on there I was never like a Trekkie or anything but I've watched all the Star Trek stuff I've never watched any Star Trek really I mean aside from occasional a movie here and there but I've watched all the Star Trek stuff just about I haven't watched a whole lot of the spinoffs but like the the main Star Trek stuff. I've watched just about all that, plus Picard and um, Yellowstone 1883 is on there. I watched that. I think Yellowstone 1923, is that it? That's coming out on there too. Um, I like South Park too. That's on there. There's all the Comedy Central type stuff too. So, All right, 
Go check it out. 50% off. Go to hogsports.com. You'll see the ad right there. Um, it'll tell you how to sign up, which is no promo code. It's easy to sign up, um, but you'll need to follow the prompts on the Paramount Plus sign up for free. Okay, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Danny West for providing all the transfer portal and recruiting insight. Thanks to you for your questions. Thanks to our free subscribers and especially thanks to our long-term subscribers that make it possible for us to do all of this stuff. We would not be able to do things like make the site attractive for new subscribers without what we've had for so long with our people that support us and uh, really appreciate them. So wanted to make sure I mentioned that. All right, everybody, we'll be back to you guys next week. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com and we'll catch you next time. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.